Alright, turn one with me to 1 Samuel chapter 3. And let me pray and I'll get started. Dear Lord, my Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for Jesus Christ, my Savior, and thank you for this honor and this privilege that I have here to stand and to teach and to preach your word. And dear Lord, it's a humbling thought to realize that you do use men to preach your word. Yeah. I need your help and want your help. And I pray that the Holy Spirit of God would make these words make sense to the people here. Thank you for our church and our church family. Thank you for all that you're good to us and you're good to me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Alright, in 1 Samuel chapter 3 it says, And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out of the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep. That the Lord called Samuel, and he said, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli, and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not, lie down again. And he went and laid down. And the Lord yet called yet again, Samuel. And Samuel did arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the Lord word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I. For thou didst call me, and Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and laid down on his place, and the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. And the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel which, at which both the ear of every one that heareth it shall tingle. So I kind of want to talk tonight or preach a little bit about how to recognize when God is talking to you. Um, here we have this young boy, Samuel, whose birth was an answer to um, his mother, Hannah's prayer, because her husband's um, other wife um, provoked her and talked about her and called her inadequate, saying that you can't do what you're supposed to do and, 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 and unable to do her job. And women are just like that sometimes, that if you're not like them, then they'll provoke you. But instead of being angry and, and lashing out and getting mad, um, she went to God in prayer and, and made her request known unto the Lord. And after the space of time, she conceived and bore a son named, and called his name Samuel. And true to her word and to her prayer, 
when Samuel was weaned, um, that she gave the child to Eli, the priest, to minister um, before the Lord. And in verse 1, it said there that the uh, word of the Lord was precious in those days. And there's no open vision. And we know why that is, because when you read the last verse there in Judges, which ends in a sad but true statement that every man did that was right in his own eyes. And it's just like today. Everybody will, wants to do what they think is right, and everybody wants their rights without working for anything and, and without working for what you um, want. I, I just expect things to be given to them. And our, our culture is to blame because we give money and food to people who will not work. Our government enables them not to work. I mean, why should I work when I can get all this free stuff? Free housing, free food, free clothing, uh, vouchers for this and that, free medical. I don't need to work. Our government has taken away the desire to work. Work is for the purpose of providing things for yourself and for your family. Working gives you a satisfaction <laughs> that you can um, um, uh, uh, obtain things and get things and, and, and so that you can rejoice in your labor. But that ain't what I want to talk about. I want to talk about this boy, Samuel. Samuel was there in the house of Eli, and in the middle of the night, the Lord called Samuel and called him by name, and, and he thought that Eli would, was calling him. And so he woke up out of his sleep and went into Eli and said, Here I am. And Eli said, I didn't call for you. And this was done three times in a night. And finally, the third time, Eli perceived that maybe God is trying to talk to this young man, um, Samuel. And so um, he told him, he said, next time this happens to you, um, you just say, Lord, thy servant heareth. Now, Samuel was a young man or young boy at this time. And so he had to um, recognize when God was talking to him. Amen. And this is one of the hardest things in a young Christian's life, or even a, an old Christian, is to recognize when God Almighty is talking to you. Amen. And that's what I want to preach about, is how can you recognize when God is going to talk to you? Amen. And I mean a heavenly, supreme God in heaven talking to to human beings down here on this earth. Does it happen? Is it a real thing? What does God get the benefit of, of talking to us? What does mankind benefit God when we listen? In the Old Testament, God speaks to, spoke to men through visions and dreams and angels and through the prophets and even animals. And we tend to give the Old Testament prophets credit from hearing from God because they could physically see with their eyes the visions or an angel or the prophet. But today we live by faith. Amen. We don't believe that angels are going to come down and, and talk to mankind. If you think an angel is talking to you, you better beware that it's not a false angel, a fallen angel, or an evil angel trying to talk to you. God don't speak to you in dreams and visions today. In fact, if you have a vivid dream, it's probably related to the food that you ate that night. 
And plus, also, your brain processes all kinds of information that you put in it, and it filters and it cycles that in your head at night. And so, you know, visions and dreams can be are unreliable. And besides, um, the Bible tells us how God speaks to men. It says there in Hebrews chapter 1, God who at sundry times in diver manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophet, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made all things. This is Jesus Christ. And today, Jesus Christ will and does speak to men. Now, he don't speak to you in an audible voice like you hear me speak tonight, uh, but uh, uh, you will hear a, a voice. He will speak to you in your heart, in your conscience, or in your mind, however you want to put it, but God will speak to you in an inaudible voice, but that inaudible voice that you hear in your mind or in your heart, you need to be aware of, and, and you are aware that there's a God voice trying to talk to you. Amen. I don't want to get spooky. I don't want to get mystical. I don't want you to think that every thought that comes into your head is coming from God. But God will give you there. God will speak to you. He will. Um, there's a voice. There is a impression. There's a thought that'll, that comes into your mind. And you have to determine, is that thought or impression coming from the Lord? You say, well, how can I tell? Well, the Bible is a good place to start. Amen. The Apostle Paul, the Apostle John said that Jesus Christ was that true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Um, this is something that every man, boy, girl, woman, man, there is something inside, down inside of every person's conscience or being. There is something that bears witness to Jesus Christ. Amen. And you either believe that or you reject that. Yeah. You either try to cultivate it, for lack of a better word, or you try to push it out of your memory. Yeah. But there's the voice that will testify in your heart about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said about himself, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men to me. Yeah. This is Jesus Christ saying that if he be lifted up, he will draw all men. This is not an audible voice that you hear, but it's a, um, an inaudible voice within a person's soul or mind or heart that will draw you to Jesus Christ. It will draw, it will plead, it will even beg. It's a heavenly voice from heaven talking to your soul down in your conscience or whatever you want to call it that's saying, I am the Savior of the world. And it'll draw you and point you to Jesus Christ. And there is not a person here that when they got saved will not testify to the fact that God spoke to my heart about getting saved. Amen. Philip has said many times in his testimony, I'm just sitting there as a 12-year-old boy minding my own business. I was a good boy. I obeyed mom and dad. I was a good kid. I was a church kid. But then God spoke to his heart and said, 
you ain't that good. And, and the same way with Frank and, and, and me and everyone here, when you got saved, God spoke to you in an inaudible voice that pointing you to Jesus Christ. And so, uh, and you by faith, you believe that. Like I said, it's not an audible voice that you hear with your ears, but it's an inaudible voice that speaks down into your conscience or into your soul, into your mind, your heart, or whatever, into your being, pointing you that to Jesus Christ, saying you need to be saved. And God will speak to you. And will you believe that by faith? Will you by faith, will you believe that God is telling you you need to be saved by Jesus Christ? And God in heaven is talking to you. Another way that God will speak to you is um, through his word, the Bible. This is not hard to, to figure out. This book here is written by God. It is pinned down by mankind or by men. But God has written you a book to read and to believe. And since the author of this book is still alive, and since the author of this book is omnipresent, when you are reading this book, the author is with you while you read this book, and this book will talk to you. I'll give you a few examples that, of, of, of how that in, in, in past that God has used verses to speak to me as I read my Bible. There in Dan, Daniel chapter 4, verse 37, those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. Now, he's, Nebuchadnezzar said this, but as I read it, it's to remind me, God can get you. Don't lift yourself up saying, look what I've done. Look what I've accomplished. Look what everything that I've been able to obtain because of my own effort. Do not say that. Because those that walk in pride, God is able to abase. God will get the last word in. And he can humble you if you do not humble yourself. Also in Psalms 10, it says, he said in his heart, all right, this gets a little uh, tricky here. God, he, ha he said in his heart, God hath forgotten. He hideth his face. He will never see it. Whoever thought you could get away with something. Wherefore doth the wicked contend with God? He said in his heart, thou wilt not require it. Now, I know this doctrinally is not about me, but it speaks to me when I begin to think that I want to do something secretly that is wrong. And don't look at me in astonishment because there's not a time in your life or your Christian life that you thought I can do something and nobody is going to see and you know it's wrong, you knew it was wrong from the beginning, and in your heart you said, God ain't going to see it, yeah. and God ain't going to require it. Mm -hmm. There in Romans 8, 13, if you live after the flesh, flesh ye shall die. Right, yeah. I know this verse is not doctrinally aimed at me because I'm in Christ. I'm not in the flesh. But yet, at the same time, I live as in the flesh sometimes, I don't want to admit. 
but yet it reminds me that God is talking to me. Yeah. Now, before it's all gloom and doom, Romans 8, 28, we know all things work together for, again, for, together for good to them that love God to who are called according to his purpose. God talks to me. That when things are going wrong, when this verse comes back to my head, that it says all things are working together for my good. So I can, when bad things are happening or, or I think they're bad things or terrible things are going on or things I can't explain, God just say it'll be all right. This is for your good. Amen. Also in 2 Timothy, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Do you want to know which way to go, what to do, when to do it, how to do it, or, or you don't know what to do? If you don't know what to do, well, just continue in the things that you've learned and that you've been assured of. There are some things that this Bible will tell us that and God will talk to you um, through his word. Now, these verses speak to me from the author, but I know that the verses that you read, the Lord will use verses on you because he knows you best. Amen. He knows your psychic makeup. He knows um, um, what you are and and and. God will speak to you through his word. All I'm saying is that through this book, as you read this book, the Holy Spirit of God, as you read it, God will talk to you about things in your life. And again, like I said, he won't talk to you in an audible voice like you hear me, but an inaudible voice down in your being, God will talk to you. And then again, we live, we live by faith. Do you believe God is and will talk to you as you read this book right here? Do you believe as you read these scriptures that God will talk to you about this? Another way that God will talk to you is through the preaching of his word by the preachers. I don't care whether it's our pastor or another preacher. I don't care whether it's an evangelist. I don't care whether the preacher is old or young. God will speak to you through the preaching of his word. And again, it's not, a, um, um, inaudible, it's not an audible voice, but there's a voice inside it as the preacher is, is preaching, will pierce your soul and your heart and your mind that when he's preaching and as he's preaching, that something inside your soul will say he's right, he's right, you know he's right, and the Lord knows he's right, and he, God will talk to you as he's preaching. God has used men to preach his word from the Old Testament all through the New Testament. There's many Old Testament prophets that has names and many prophets that don't have names. But there are men of God called to preach, to warn people, to tell people, to prepare people, to tell them of things coming to come. God has used men to preach to people about what God is trying to tell them is going to happen. This is not exclusive to the Old Testament prophets, but Jesus Christ, Peter um, John and Paul, they all preached representing Jesus Christ in heaven to men 
on earth by, by the Holy Spirit and by the power of God. I can give you proof in, in my life that God will use uh, preachers and, and I'll give this one example of, of my pastor that I know. One time he was preaching and I forget what he was preaching on, but he stopped right in his um, sermon and gave and, and just mentioned a three-second little bleep of something that pertained right to me. He knew, he knew nothing about it. But I can't remember him saying, I don't know who this is for. I don't know why, this, I, why I'm even saying this, but blah, 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 blah. That's what he said. And something inside saying, God, yeah. <laughs> this is talking to the preacher, talking to you. Now, many people can say the same thing. It's almost as if the pastor is listening to your conversations or he's reading your emails or he's listening on your um, phone call or even worse, he's reading your mind. But he don't have time to do that. <laughs> he's got his own self to take care of. But what I'm saying, God will use the preacher, the man of God, to preach a message that God has given him and will say things to him that as he speaks, it is directed to you personally. God is trying to talk to you through the preaching of his word. Again, do you, by faith, do you believe that God is talking to you directly through the preaching of God's word? Now, those are the easy ones. Now for the tough one. How can I tell if God is speaking to me individually about a specific thing? Well, this is what I really wanted to expound on and found out I, I couldn't. <laughs> but many times as you grow in the Lord, you will begin to recognize when the Lord is talking to you. God has a way of talking to you like you're his only child. God has a way of talking to you that you will recognize when God is talking to you. And again, this is not an audible voice that you hear, but for lack of better, of, of lack of my better descriptions of word, he impresses you or he gives you a thought or an idea in, into your mind and we live by faith but since God is alive he is involved in our lives and as a parent talks to his child the Lord will talk to his children um, through the Holy Spirit of God and each person should be able to recognize Samuel it took him four times before he realized that God was trying to talk to him. But when you begin to realize by faith that God is talking to you, that is a scary thing. You know, you think it's all one, but sometimes God will ask you to do things that, you know, you're scared of. But anyhow, but, but is God talking to you? One, is it a command in the scriptures? Um, is witnessing, giving tracts to someone. Witnessing is a command in the Bible. 
So if God tells you to witness to someone, believe it's coming from the Lord. Is God dealing with you about a conviction or, or a sin or something specific? How can I tell? Well, one, will it glorify God? Will it honor the Lord? Will it bring reproach upon the Lord if I do or don't do? Is it backed up by the scriptures? Is the Lord trying to ask you to start or to do something? Well, sometimes, sometimes you're just going to have to trust the Lord in, in, in what he's asking you to do. But the Lord is never going to ask, or ask you to do something that God did not provide a way or to open doors to allow you to see that it is coming from the Lord. Like I said, many times we do things down here by faith. We speak of things. We, we, we speak to people about things of God or we're pressed in our hearts to do something um, for the Lord that we feel like the Lord has, has called us and, and, and is leading you in this direction or that direction. And we won't see until later that, yes, God was talking to me about doing this or doing that, or, and that that's in hindsight. But, oh, what a blessing it could be to realize that God is talking to you in the present now. Remember, we walk by faith. It's not a blind faith. God has given you his word. Do you believe by faith that this is God's word? I mean, do you believe that the God in heaven has given us a book that we can read that the God in heaven wants us to know? Do you believe that God has given you preachers and teachers and, and, and Christian, uh, uh, other uh, Christian people to help you? Do you believe by faith that when they preach that God will talk to you? And most importantly, that God has given you the Holy Spirit of God, that he will guide you and teach you in all things, that the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of every born-again believer, that God in heaven dwells in our hearts, and he'll talk to you. Amen. You know, you had the mind of Christ is in you. You know, so we had that Holy Spirit in us. Do you or can you recognize when God talks to you? Now, there's a few times that I can give you my own personal experience. And you've all heard me say these things. These things ain't new. But when I was lost walking out of the uh, Navy base there in Memphis, God told a man to cross the street and come over and ask me if I was saved. Never saw him before, never saw him again. But somehow God in his divine providence told that man, because I can still see him in the corner of my eye coming diagonally at us. And he said, are you saved? And of course I said I was saved. I went to church, I was baptized. And then there was another time when, you know, God will, use, God will use other people to talk to you. I was out of the will of God there for a while, and 
I was sitting at this uh, black man's kitchen table. He was selling dope and I was smoking dope. And he and, and over the years we became friends. I mean, we 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 were friends. And he looked, this was on a Sunday morning, right about 11.30. Because I got off work at the, at the nursing home at 11. And I had money, so I went straight to his house. And we were just sitting there talking. And all of a sudden, he said, Tim, you, don't, you shouldn't be here. You are too good for this. Now, he was just trying to help me as a friend. But oh, the Holy Spirit of God spoke to my heart and said, yeah, I should be at White Plains Baptist Church in church right now. God was using another man, unaware to him, but God was using him to talk to me. And another time, I was, again, I hadn't gotten right with God yet, and I was there in the hospital, and Grew my hair out long because I wanted to relive all my hippie days and stuff like that. And this woman in the hospital, didn't know who she was, but we passed in the um, hallway and she turned around and came back and she gave me a flyer to come to some camp meeting that had the singers from White Plains. God was talking to her and she literally had to turn around. Maybe she was like, as we was passing, give that man a flyer. Give that man a flyer. I ain't going to give that man a flyer. I ain't going to give him a flyer. Give him a flyer. You better. Here. Uh, she had no idea that the flyer that she gave me was from the singers from White Plains Baptist Church in North Carolina that I was a member of for several years. God will talk to you. Amen. I just want you to be able to recognize yeah. when God will talk to you. Now, I asked me if she'd come and uh, um, when she sang that first chorus uh, about God speaking to you, you know, I was like, yeah, okay, come on. You know, I was like, well, Lord, maybe this is really what you wanted me to preach on tonight. <laughs> well, I didn't know she was going to sing that song, you know, about a week ago. Yeah. But I began to put it together, and I had it written down. And so with, um, then she sang that song about how God will speak to me. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty appropriate. So every head bowed and every eyes closed. And if you want, God will speak to you during the invitation. If you're not saved, God will talk to you about you need to get saved. Go ahead. Broken from the journey. You know, ain't it nice?